the Ravens are in the Hall of Fame game Thursday night. We can bet on some preseason football. <laughs> that yes. sounds like that's what I like to bet on. That sounds terrible. How do you even make a line for a preseason football game? Howdy, it's Tuesday, July 31st, and this is episode 77 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What is good, Craig? Uh, Doing well. I tried to come up with a 77 thing for the episode. Um, The best thing I could come up with is if you search for the showboat casino, not casino, sorry, hotel, Atlantic City, Mm -hmm. kayak.com says that showboat is starting at $77. <laughs> so as far as episode rankings go, I think this has got to be way up there in terms of meaningfulness. I mean, I think given the content in it so far, this is episode number 77 out of 77 <laughs> in the rankings. <laughs> what about you? What's what's your number 77? Split split sevens. Oh. You got seven, two sevens. You split them up to a dealer seven yeah. up card. Absolutely. Easy to remember. Six is up to six, seven's up to seven. Mm-hmm. And then people all give you the side eye when you do that. You're splitting sevens. Yeah, of course. I guess like a five? Not be- the thing that people really go nuts about is splitting twos. And I was actually listening to another podcast and somebody like, was like... What, what do they go nuts? Like, why would they go nuts about splitting... You have four. Four is terrible. Right. They're like, you know, they're, somebody was saying how like they get annoyed when people do terrible things at the blackjack table on this hockey podcast, like splitting twos. And I was just like, oh my God, there's so many. You split twos like half the time. Right. Uh, also, I mean, up, also up to seven. Dealer yep. card. Yeah. No, what about threes, Craig? Your basic strategy. Your, your knowledge. I'm not sure about threes. I don't know. I, don't know. I think I don't, it's only against five and six. I'm not sure. That's my, that's my I guess. I tested you, but I, I don't have the answers. You, you are much more of the basic strategy person than me. I, I've, Five and six? That's my guess. Against four, surely you have to split them, right? Well, not necessarily, because you've got six. The dealer has six. A... Is, six sucks. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And four sucks, too. So, I don't know. My my official guess is that at least against a four, you should split. If not a three. I guarantee a whole bunch of people are yelling inside their heads right now because they right. know. Uh, I Anyways. can look it up. Here we go. <laughs> this is not worth looking up in the middle of the show. Oh, it's worth it. You're just saying how much you appreciated a very tidy episode number 76. Threes are two through seven. Two through seven, really? Yeah. Interesting. I'm Fours surprised. are only five and six, which makes sense because eight's pretty decent. Yeah, I guess I need to go back to Blackjack Basic Strategy School. Well, at least I f- my handicapping is was reasonably on point there because it sounded just wrong to not split threes against four or three so okay so i do have a bit of a story for you craig i spent a bunch of time today at work of course because i'm not gonna spend my own time on this but uh my phone was lasting about mm, i don't know an hour maybe (laughs) maybe like up to two hours if there really wasn't much use before running out of battery it seems good yeah it was it was great so I bought a replacement battery for $15 on Amazon and spent about an hour today at work disassembling my phone. Shockingly, did not break anything, put the new battery in successfully, and seems like a dream. So because of that, I think that if you're trying to reach out to me in the next few days in Atlantic City, it's much more likely than it was a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. But it is a night and day difference. I can't tell you how annoying it is to have a cell phone which must be plugged in at all times until you have a cell phone that must be plugged in at all times yeah, yeah i thought my previous phone was bad when it was down to about four hours but no, yeah no. an hour or two it's it was bad unusable so but it was working perfectly great other than that it's still a good phone so cool beat big cell phone they <laughs> didn't get me to buy a new phone like they wanted just because it's three years old so suck at google that's it, exactly <laughs> Take that. Uh, should we update some stuff from last episode? We were we had some 
inaccurate statements last episode. We had some things right. that by the time the episode got published, they were already out of date. I mean, it wasn't as inaccurate as saying that you shouldn't split threes against a four. But <laughs> it's still pretty inaccurate. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Well, so let's start with the thing that was inaccurate, which is that we said that the Orange Line development, which is that New Orleans restaurant that I never looked up the pronunciation the pronunciation for, Bore, I'm going with that. Uh, we said that that development that was going to be a container hotel, a uh, shipping container hotel, was between the Piccadilly and the Irish pub. That is wrong. It is between, it's a block away from the Irish pub on the Piccadilly side. Uh, so it's like between the Irish pub block, at St. James and Tennessee, which is going away from the Piccadilly, right? So, uh, yeah. Uh, no, sorry, St. James and New York. Ah, oh, you said it wrong again. Um, <laughs> St. James and New York between those two, mm-hmm. uh, block away from Piccadilly. So, yep. we, that's what we, we also to have to correct that. Well, it actually did come out before we recorded, but it was the day that we recorded that TGM Properties did, in fact, pay their back taxes to avoid the foreclosure of the Atlantic Club that we were talking about last episode. I don't know. Does that change your opinion on everything? No. Anything? No. The situation is the same. The situation is exactly the same. I mean, presumably if it had gone up to tax auction, perhaps someone would have bought it that may have done something with it sooner. But... Do for a win headquarters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's the perfect headquarters for us, right? It's the dream. Just set up shop in that coffee shop. Yeah, up on the second floor. Slash, slash diner that Andy hates so much. What's wrong with the diner? It was amazing. I don't know. Andy. Well, the coffee shop's on one side of the second floor, and the diner's right across the way from it, right? Well, I mean, they called it, like, the coffee shop, but it was really the diner. And then mm. there was, like, the stand that was actually right. a coffee stand. Yeah. Right. Right next to the buffet. Oh, yeah. Buffet entrance. Uh, so that's that. Nothing else to say. We mentioned sort of half-assedly a way to get access to the Borgata Amphora Lounge, even if you have zero comp dollars on your MLife Rewards card at Borgata. Uh, I hinted that it was through the Facebook game My Vegas and Jamar from the Facebook group, who actually tipped me off to this in the first place. Uh, said that it is through my vegas it is the 25 dollar fine dining credit the thing about the 25 dollar fine dining credit is that it's sold out almost all the time so you do have to check frequently if you want to use it um and they kind of replenish randomly like sometimes in the mornings back when i was playing all the time i would be very on top of that oh that used to be your jam you were like in there like that as soon as they replenish something yeah a lot of times you had to stay up until three in the morning which was midnight las vegas time (laughs) Uh, which wasn't so much of a problem for me back when we were going to Vegas regularly. Now, that would be horrible. Um, Let's I, be real. You're going to be up till 3 o'clock tonight. It's possible. It depends on if I... <laughs> or, or sleeping on your couch with some video game running. In the that's almost, almost a guarantee. <laughs> uh, should we talk about no breakage? Yeah. So, I think yeah, there was a lot of discussion about it in the Facebook group. Uh, but a dealer from the Hard Rock, John, I believe was his name, said that what no breakage means at Hard Rock is basically that the five times odds that are posted really just means five times odds. And if there was breakage, it would mean that there was what we know as full five times odds. And apparently at Ocean we were saying that the 10 times odds table has no breakage, which would mean you can go from zero to 10 times odds. And there just means zero to 10 times your bet. And the five times odds tables have breakage, which means that you can go up to what's called a full five times odds, which let's say at a $25 table, if you bet $30, you can get odds as if you bet $50 more or less. So you could go up to two fifty on a $30 bet. Right. Yes. So I think you're you're right that they're saying that it's it's not full five times odds. Right. Right. So basically, when they say no breakage, that means it is not full odds. It is just normal odds. Uh, but however, there has been a ton of people who have said, and and including very reliable people, that 
both dealers and pit bosses have told them that what breakage and no breakage means is that you either have to bet all or nothing. So I think there's just a lot of confusion among the dealers of what it means, which led to a lot of confusion among the patrons, including us. So, but I think we feel pretty confident that we know what the word breakage means now, and it was not what we initially thought it meant. Okay. But at the very least, it seems like you should be able to bet between one and five times odds at the right. hard rock. And if somebody tells you that you cannot, well, I don't know, call the pit boss over, see what he says. And if he says the same thing, then we'll just go on being confused. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and then we've heard players say the same thing on both sides, like that they were told they had to play five times and we or, or nothing. And we've heard people say, more people, I think, say that they were able to play up to five. So... Yep. We'll find out in a couple of days. Yep. So that's it for the updates from last episode. I think uh, there's some very brief news stuff that we can run through real quick. The first thing is that Heyday Coffee is opening tomorrow, August 1st, on Tennessee Avenue, right by the Made Chocolate Bar. Uh, so there's some development on Tennessee Avenue that's actually on Tennessee Avenue, not like the Orange Line development. Yeah, I think I think all the development is coming right along on Tennessee Avenue. I think a bunch of that stuff's open now, right? Isn't there a coffee shop now, or yeah, uh, right. a cho- the chocolate shop now? There's the yoga thing's been open for a while. Yeah, so I think all that stuff is sort of right around each other, which is good because that block was like really dead, and it's really easy to get it, to it, from. It's only a quarter mile from the right. From yeah, the it used block. to not be so nice, but it's definitely. I mean, I think that's really one of the developments that's the most has happened for Atlantic City because it's it's happened. Yeah, and like a good hip coffee shop in the you know yoga place, mm-hmm. co- uh, chocolate bar, like those those things are, I think attracting an audience that Atlantic City, at least yeah. right off the boardwalk, doesn't serve real well right now. So this nope. it's a good, and there's certainly a lot of those people but, around. So. I mean, that's just a thing that Atlantic City didn't have at all, and it's good to have. And especially with Stockton coming in, I think there's probably a lot more room for more places like that. So anyway, speaking of things that are opening tomorrow, the Sportsbook at Harris is opening up tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, Wild World West, I already opened. Yeah, and Wild World West opened yesterday, right? Yeah, so uh, Wayne Perry from Associated Press linked, uh, posted this link in our Facebook group. Uh, basically, the temporary sportsbooks are up. The one at Wild World West, I think, is in the location we talked about uh kind of down those escalators if you are coming from the main valley's casino uh and valley's whatever parking and go down to the left it's like the mechanical bowl and the stage and all that stuff if you go to the escalators down the right i think you are going right into this temporary sports book so uh that is set up and then harrah's it's across from the total rewards desk I can't really picture that too well where it is. I think it's people have said it's the old Kino Lounge, but I yeah 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 it's next to the poker room, right? That was the old race book, but I'm not sure for right. this one because um, I don't. I know mean, that's right next to the Total Rewards desk. Okay. Is, is right over there. I haven't spent as much time in Harris as other places. Uh, are you are you going to check out these sports books? These temporary sports books? I'll certainly see the one in Wild Wild West, no doubt. I don't know if I have any reason to go to Harris. Yeah, I certainly don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't have any interest in the temporary sports book at Harrah's. I would like to see the one at Wild Wild West just because I like Wild Wild West and I want it to fill out its unused space a little more, and this does a little bit of that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the permanent locations are because uh, it seems like that location in Wild Wild West would be perfect for, for this. So maybe it's just that the seating's all temporary and they need to actually build it out kind of like what we saw at ocean, right? Like yep. they had the central bar where it was just off the sports book, but they were also building out a bunch of seating with the giant TVs that were not ready to go yet. So we'll find out. Are you, are you going to be making some bets? I don't know if I really have any bets to make. I mean, all my bets are looking terrible. Uh, okay, Kevin Gaussman for <laughs> next season. Can I bet? on that? Yeah. Uh, all washed-up Orioles pitchers must be the Cy Young in the National League. Yeah, I mean, probably it's not the, the worst bet. His advanced whatevers are not are fine. Anyways, uh, so the other thing Bally's related is that they're, you know, attempting to lure some people. We've talked about how poor their numbers have been. 
And I feel like this was more along the lines of what they were doing back in the recession when I started going to Atlantic City, which is they have a sign up off the lobby uh, at Bally's advertising 100 times odds on craps, which we knew about, $5 blackjack 24-7, which I'm presuming is 6 to 5, um, and then single zero roulette, which is kind of crazy. And then they're also advertising some other stuff that is pretty like they used to have. Um, or always had like you know three dollar drafts, which used to be two dollar drafts. But uh, well, they they used to have one dollar blackjack, if you remember. Oh yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah, but with a quarter ante. Yes, so that was a terrible game. That's, I think we've talked that about is that. The worst show. game ever. But if you bet five dollars, then you didn't have to pay the ante. Right. So it was essentially five dollar blackjack and one dollar yes. blackjack for idiots. Right. So you know they're advertising three dollar beers, five dollar whale drinks, one dollar hot dogs. Um, so definitely targeting the low rollers. Uh, Michael T posted that in the Everything AC group. So just a hat tip to him. Are these enticing you to go play at Bally's? You'll be staying at Bally's. Are you going to play a bunch at $5 blackjack? I don't think so. <laughs> That's not your thing. Really no. low limits are not your thing. Are you going to play more than five times odds on craps? Yeah, $5 craps I could probably play. I'll probably play more than five times. It'll be interesting to see if they have... I mean, uh, if the $5 table at Wild Old West is 100 times now, that thing's going to be crazy packed. Well, I don't know. Maybe people, that's not that that enticing to people. But you'd think, like, big craps players would want to be over there. Uh, but I, I think most of the tables at Bally's, where this is um, in the, the main Park Place Casino, are going to be $10, $10 tables and up. So, uh, But we mentioned that before. And I think that's it for the news, so we can start talking about the real Single thing. Single zero roulette, Craig. Are you going to be playing some single zero roulette? I mean, it's obviously a way better game than double zero roulette or, or worse, triple zero roulette. Yes, the triple is... zero roulette at the Sands in Las Vegas. Yeah, they're and they've add, they're oh, adding it somewhere else, triple zero roulette. Are they? Uh, they just refelted tables in Vegas to add triple zero roulette. I can't remember where I saw mm-hmm. that, but it's not good. So trip, trip talk, yeah. done with the news. Uh, first question, when are we getting there? Uh, well, so I guess the big question for you is last I heard, you did not know if you had to work on Thursday or not. Do you have to work on Thursday? Uh, so I'm fairly confident I do not, but there's been something major that is broken around midday every day in my office. And if that happens again tomorrow, I might have to like be on hand in some form or, or other, which would push back my trip by like a couple hours it wouldn't be like devastating but it it would be very annoying but mm-hmm. i'm i'm hoping that that won't happen and that i can just go and get there at whatever one something on uh-huh. the bus is that your so, plan so that's my goal is like one something so the bus uh lines have been insanely long since the two new casinos have opened but i talked to eleanor at route 40 who takes that bus route frequently and she said the longest she's ever had to wait was 90 minutes uh and i think that was a friday midday and then she went on a thursday midday from new york and it was like no wait at all so that's what i'm hoping for apparently they've been running just a ton of buses and not even following the schedules on days like friday and saturday when it's so crazy um nick m uh emailed saying the line was five bus loads long on sunday afternoon sunday morning so that was a little scary and to the point where I started looking into Amtrak and everything, but the info I got from Eleanor at Route 40 makes me... Makes you feel better. Feel better. And, like, worst case, I get there at, whatever, 9.30, and I end up cooling my heels for an hour and a half, and that's about the added time that it would have taken to take the train instead since the train has to go to Philly. So, And the train is, like, four times as much. Mm-hmm. So I'll just wait for the bus. What about you? What time are you getting to AC? Normal time, I think. I, I'll I'll be taking the kids to daycare on Thursday, and so uh, probably leave around eight ish or a little before. So I'll I'll be in by noon, I would say. Uh, yeah. So you'll probably beat me a little bit. Um, I'll have to get there and check you into the valleys. That's right. Uh, so we're there for two night trip. That's a good. It hasn't happened in a long time. It seems it's, like it's nice to have the two night trip. It's a big. It just feels so much more relaxing to have two nights and not feel like you need to cram a bunch I, of stuff. I don't know the day. last time I was in Atlantic City for two nights. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, so should we – a couple episodes ago we talked about 
some gambling well, stuff, or do you want to get before, into other before stuff? we get into this? I have one more question. When is uh, when's Paul getting in? I think the same, around the same time as you. I think he's shooting for a noonish. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he taking the train? No, he's going to drive. Okay. So, do you want to talk about gambling stuff, or do you want to talk about other stuff we're anticipating doing, like a meetup? Uh, we're doing a big meetup. Let's talk about a, a, our other plans first, I think, and then we can talk about gambling. Okay. So we're doing a big meetup, two for a win. Giant. <laughs> Every listener should be there. Yeah. Should have gotten, gotten your information in the mail, your invitation. <laughs> By invitation only? Yeah. They were hand calligraphied. Mm-hmm. Beautiful invitations. Uh, so I, I think where we left this last was that there would not be any formal meetup. So yeah. just follow us on Twitter and, and find us. Has anything changed for you since then? <laughs> no, but... Um... <laughs> Certainly, if if you're in town, I mean, I it, uh, I don't think it makes sense to have a meetup, just given that everyone who's wanted probably would have wanted to go to a meetup was probably in Atlantic City this last weekend. That's true. Um, for the oceans, coast to coast, we'd love to see you. Coast. I will probably be playing a lot of tiles and stuff this weekend. That's kind of my big plan is tiles. Yeah, and if you're in town, probably the best way to find us if you want to be more proactive than just my very hit or miss Twitter updates and Instagram updates is to uh, reach out on Twitter, either just direct me- direct message or just regular public at me on Twitter uh, or Facebook message me and I'll get back to you pretty quick. Those are probably the best ways to do it. Um, so yeah, you know, if you're, if you're in town, don't feel like you're invading my personal space or something by doing either of those things. Uh, and you know, find us. We'll play at a table. We'll grab a drink. We'll do something. Yeah. What about other plans? Are you? Are you? I know you are as a foodie, and someone who likes a really good, expensive cocktail or glass mm-hmm. of scotch. So, like, what have you been scouring Yale for <laughs> to find the very best of Atlantic City? Well, so I, I, you're completely right. And I went to Yelp, and I just typed in food. In Atlantic City, and I hit the four dollar sign thing, and nothing came up. So then I'm just like, well, I guess I'm not eating then. <laughs> There's got to be a four dollar sign option. I, I have no idea if that's true or not. Uh-huh. But you think? I don't. I bet most of it's. Oh no, like Bobby Flay Steakhouse and stuff. I'm sure yeah, that's four dollar sign. You think? I don't know. Maybe not. Like old old Homestead. Maybe. Old, old Homestead. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely a few at Borgata. I think that would be four dollars. But sign. but certainly not like four dollar signs in the. DC, New York sense of like right. per se or like Vegas. Yeah, there's no you know, uh, like Joel Robuchon. Right. Or like, yeah. you know, mini bar in DC or per se in New York or any of those places. Anyways, better off for it, I say. We don't need those in Atlantic City. Uh, so Paul said, though. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, there's, there's fine, there's good dining in Atlantic City. Uh, so you don't have anything that you're like really trying to go out of your way to do any of the new places, coffee shop for food. You mean sure. Food or drinks, whatever. I I mean, I don't understand the idea of going somewhere for drinks. What runs. It's like the antithesis of what I believe in. Really? Cause you just want to get them on the floor. Yeah. The dance floor. I mean, at the club. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Drinking for me, it's not, I'm not like a real, Whatever the drinking equivalent of a foodie is. Yeah, I wonder what the term for that is. A booze hound, I think, is the term. Uh, I mean, I think you and your brother are much more so that than me. Yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm having, for the listeners, I'm having a Miller Lite right now, and I'm quite delighted. (laughs) Uh, I'm having some sort of Sierra Nevada Mm. special Southern Hemisphere IPA in an upside-down can. It's fine. Uh, So... I did some research, and my brother also, as you mentioned, likes finer dining and and better drinking. So uh, the funny thing is what we came up with, I think, that got good reviews was Kuro at Hard Rock, Japanese place, I think, comparable to Izakaya at Borgata. That sounds great for me, by the way. So you owe me a meal. Sure. Okay. Well, I think that's a good plan then. Cool. Um, You know, funny enough, I've been eager to go back to Piccadilly and give it another try because I feel like I must have like short whatever them in my mind. And I, so I want to try again and see if I'm just totally wrong about them being just like merely good and not great. 
Uh, We're talking about the wings and not yeah. like the Miller Lite or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The wings. Um, also, the- I don't, I mean, the Piccolilli wings, I think they're good. And I like that they're the whole wing. I mean, that's really the thing that I like about them. Uh, like, they're good. I don't, like, I don't know if I've ever had wings and I've been like, oh my God. Yeah, I've had some like interesting wings that have really blown me away at various bars. Like, mm-hmm. good, like, chili whatever thai chili wings are amazing yeah i don't don't believe in that either what um so like wing wing craft is really good buffalo sauce on them that's what i want yeah good buffalo wings are good of course yeah that's what piccolilli has good buffalo wings yeah so i want to i want to go do that i don't think i have anything else on my like must do food thing i mean i want to go to made chocolate bar if only to get chocolate for my wife, but I'd also like to check it out just for the sake of checking it out. Um, I thought you have to go to Golden Nugget for that. Nah, that's I all she to... accepts. <laughs> no, man. Mix it up, get something new. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, that's right next to the new Heyday Coffee place, except I think their hours have zero overlap. Like, the coffee place closes at 4 p.m. and Maid opens at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. At least that's my understanding. So... Do you know what's open while they're both, like, the whole time? Piccolilli. Piccolilli. And Irish Pub. And Irish Pub. But you have to walk across the street to go to Irish Pub. If yep. you, so if you're starting at Ocean or Hard Rock, you do have to walk an extra block, and that's just not in the cards. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that's it, kind of. I mean, I have a bunch of other stuff that I've, like, wanted to do, like Vagabond Kitchen and Tap House, but it's, like, so far out of the way. Um, there's that American craft beer joint on the boardwalk that's always dead empty that I feel bad for and would check out. Uh, <laughs> that just place. It looks uninteresting to me though. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like, it looks quote unquote nice. Like it sure. looks like what people who complain about the Atlantic city boardwalk, yes. it, it looks like the kind of place they want to move into Atlantic city, but that's kind of why I want to support it. Okay. It's just to shut this. Cause you're up. one of those people. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. I mean, I love peanut world, but I, I just want to, sh- you know, I want those people to have one less thing to complain about. Uh huh. Um, so what about, yeah, well, you mentioned you don't like care about going to any bars. So obviously you're not, you haven't been perusing the beer list at Villain and Saint at Ocean. I like, I like beer. Yeah. Villain and Saint has a pretty big beer list. Probably, uh, one of the more interesting beer lists, certainly that I found for that part of the boardwalk. Uh, I mentioned, I think last episode that I thought the beer garden down by Tropicana looked cool. But I don't know if we'll make it all the way down there. Uh, well, mm-hmm. You will. <laughs> you're oh, yeah, I sure will. Uh, my brother wants to try the cocktail list at American Cut, the steakhouse at Ocean. Sounds expensive. Probably. Made Chocolate Bar has cocktails. None of this is intriguing to you. Uh, the, I mean, just the beer. I don't. Have you ever seen me get a cocktail? Other than, of course, strawberry daiquiri whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone bought you a cocktail at the. Uh, Little Water Distillery. Uh, I did get, yeah, Dave bought me a cocktail there. That That is true. Speaking of that and drinking, Little, Little Water has released their new aged rum. So I had their regular, like, white rum. And I would like to try the new version that just came out. So I, I may have to go find that somewhere, whether it's going out to there or going to a time for wine or whatever place has it. <laughs> I, think I mean, I don't know. Prosperity I think the, the thing for me is like drinking is kind of a thing I do with people and like cocktails feel to me like the antithesis of drinking. Cause when I'm drinking, I want to know I'm drinking and like, I feel like cocktails is drinking, but not knowing you're drinking. Right. Mm, you're Does that make any sense? You're not drinking the right cocktails. I don't know. You can get some really booze-forward cocktails. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, like, um, old-fashioned is very boozy, but you don't like bourbon, so that's not a good start. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You get, like, too a, sweet. a rye Don't like bourbon because it's too sweet. Don't like tequila because it's too sweet. I like scotch, though. You should scotch get a, oh, you should get a penicillin. I've never heard of it. Uh, it's a very scotchy, I think usually with, like, a peaty scotch cocktail. That does sound good. Paul loves the penicillin. All right. Get, get me, that should be your goal. You can get me a cocktail that okay. I'll like this weekend, Craig. Uh, I'll have to consult with my brother because he's the cocktail guy. Okay. Uh, attractions. 
the we low roller. We mentioned the low roller, the observation wheel at the steel steel pier. For those I feel who like don't know the, the thing vernacular. I've I've never done that. I just I need to do it one day, like just go down and do it. Is see Lucy the elephant? I know it's like at this point, it and it's like a two night trip, right? It's the perfect time to do it because it's not going to happen on a one night trip. Oh, absolutely not. So maybe I will try to make an effort and head down and and see Lucy because it's just a thing I need to do. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, one thing I know that you're going to go out of your way to do is the outlets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just nailing all the all of Kyle's favorites for this trip. Yeah. Are you going to go to the outlets? Yeah, I'll probably go after everybody else leaves. I just need I need <laughs> shoes. I need to replace some shoes. Uh huh. And then I'll probably go to the Van Heusen outlet and buy a bunch of shirts because that's uh-huh. what I do. And go to Lacoste just to see what they have. Yeah, nah. You can't. Have, you, there's no point in spending fifty dollars or eighty dollars on a polo shirt when your baby's just going to spit up all over it. Don't lie to me. <laughs> eh. Yeah, I might pop in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about Playcade potentially going to the arcade and playing some skee ball oh did you oh we we did we did yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah absolutely if we're gonna go play skee ball and not the crappy skee ball slot machine that you love so but like real skee ball i'm in we should we should make it a point i feel like you need to go to pick a lily and then go play some skee ball after you got some wings and beer in you i've got some quarters sitting on my dresser for well specifically for pie gal poker or pie gal tiles but they also can be used first ski ball oh man i've got a huge bag of quarters which is normally reserved for my barcade trips but i just realized i should bring them for paiga and ski ball i'm in and miss pac-man any games you want to make sure you play in terms of gambling nothing but net nothing but net absolutely (laughs) still we're very much nailing kyle's favorites for this trip (laughs) it was much better than danger arena and pharaoh's hidden temple it it really was. Oh, yeah. put, I think it was not there last time I went to Tropicana. Craig, did you play, if you're such a Pac-Man fan, did you play the giant projector Pac-Man when they had that Wild Wild West? No, it's regular Pac-Man. It's not as good. Uh, Miss, what's the difference? This Pac-Man is far superior. Is it actually different? It's faster. Okay. I think a different company actually made Miss Pac-Man than Pac-Man, which is crazy. Uh... Yeah, so that, but that's not a gambling game. Are you? I mean, you mentioned just tiles. So is your goal just sit at the tiles table for twelve hours, see what kind of comps you get afterwards? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I know something we've kind of talked. We talked a little bit about last episode or a couple episodes ago is kind of my bad run and how I might dial it back. And tile seems like a good way to kind of dial it back a little bit, right? Sure. I think we can. So I might try to put some some hours into tiles. Yes. Is that your only plan in terms of like cutting back, or you do you have more of a maybe slightly less time in the high limit room playing video <laughs> poker? Yeah, ma- machine like high denomination machines can will just like crush you. Yeah. Well, especially when you never get a pair. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Then you're just losing ten dollars a spin for nothing. But you're not, like, putting yourself on a strict limit of X amount of dollars per day or, like, bringing significantly less money. I, or... I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. No, I, I don't. I'm not planning on going to mean, like, once I lose $200 in a day, I'm done for that day. That runs counter to what I believe in. <laughs> Similarly, like you're not going to have hard, like, stops on wins or losses like if you sit down at a table with a hundred bucks and you win a hundred bucks no you're out that's not what i do it's it's definitely not what you believe in no that's not yeah that's like takes all of the fun out of gambling for me if i did that because you want big wins yes a hundred dollars not exciting a thousand dollars yes more exciting that's anytime i'm cashing out and i get pumpkins that's exciting to me i don't think i've ever cashed out with a pumpkin really yeah i don't play enough table that, games i don't play enough high variance table games for sure that magical night that i still remember at planet hollywood where i was just playing 25 dollar blackjack for i don't know six hours or something with chris and my other buddy danny and cashed out a thousand dollars and celebrated by taking the two of them to roll of sandwich nice 
It's the only way to celebrate. Yeah. Like <laughs> going to the Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> right around the corner. I think if you're in AC, also acceptable because there is no more Earl of Sandwich is Ruby's Diner. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you want some Ruby's Dinette, I will take you, Craig. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I would pop into resorts this trip, although I say that we're going to talk a little bit more about whether or not we should be doing things like that. Uh, uh-huh. Paul, counter to the idea of, you know, playing low variance games and, and trying to make your money last longer or have less of a loss for the entire trip, mm-hmm. my brother Paul emailed me and said, we should make it our mission to play some game we've never played before. I think that's a little harder it is for you, a little harder for you than for me. Cause you yeah, played we, we talked about this already games. on chat, uh, but... So he said, just buy in for 100 bucks, see how it goes, and whether it's fun. If we lose $100, then stop playing and also not worry about whether we know the optimal strategy. And that's kind of the tough part for me is because I, if I know that's, there yeah. is an optimal strategy, I want to know it. That's not how you live your life. Right. So I've already been kind of like messing with that by like being on Wizard of Odds and looking up games and trying to learn the basic strategy. <laughs> yes, but anyway, you've spent a lot of time, it seems like, in the last week just looking up all the games you don't know on Wizard of Odds and playing them. Yes, yeah. So what were you going to say about this this thought, just that I'm not going to do it? <laughs> yeah, that's, this seems like totally not a Craig thing to do, but this is like what we did back when we first started gambling. I remember we'd just go and be like, oh, four-card poker, what's that? Like, let's play it. And then sometimes the game's really fun, or even like a couple trips ago when I went to Maryland Live, I'm like, oh, Mississippi Stud, what's that? And then I'm like, oh, this game is just horrible. And then I'm like, never again. Oh, man, so, so Mississippi Stud is one of the games that I've been messing with on the wizard of odds simulator mm-hmm. uh the house edge is pretty high i think it's like over four percent but it's it's very fun even in the simulator i find it a very exciting game mm. but you're just getting like massacred right until you yes. hit something big and so and and so it's fun for me to play with play money but like this idea of like sitting down with a hundred bucks and if you lose a hundred bucks you're out you're gonna play two hands right uh, but the the thing that I really, I mean, Mississippi Stud is kind of like playing jacks or better, right? In in video poker, except with a bunch of money, with with big with chips and and actual cards. Um, <laughs> but the fun thing to me, the really exciting thing, and obviously, you know, it's really exciting for anybody, is when you get a pair, especially a jacks or better pair that you know is going to win something. And then you're putting three times bet the next three bets and you've got at a $10 table, you've got a hundred dollars out there and you know, you're at least going to get a hundred dollars on top of that and potentially could get way more than that. And if you hit four of a kind, which is never going to happen, you get whatever it is, what, $40,000 or something. It's some insane amount. The problem is like a hundred bucks. Like I said, I, I, I think at a $10 table, you might as well not even sit down if you're not sitting down with at least 300 and probably even more. Cause you're just not going to be able to sustain the, the variance, but, uh, it is fun on the simulator, but I, yeah, I just can't see myself playing it. The other game I tried was let it ride. I tried that before Mississippi stud and let it ride is like extremely easy. Like the strategy is just really, right. really obvious. Even Mississippi stud, the strategy is pretty easy too. But I was enjoying it at first, and then I very quickly got to a point where I was like, oh, this is the same thing I don't like about Pygo Poker, which is that you just get on autopilot, and it's just like, take money back, take money back. Well, but it's, I mean, I think the thing with Pygo Poker is you get on autopilot, and there's not a lot of upside to playing it, right? Let it ride like you can win a lot of money. Right, that's true. You yeah. cannot do that with Pygo Poker. I mean, I think it's a little less variance than Mississippi Stud mm-hmm. because you're not increasing your bet as you go along. You're right, you're increasing, your increasing it as you go. Um, I might try it, but I just... It's, I mean, similarly, it was big swings even in the simulator, so... Right. I mean, it's... To me, Let It Ride, it's one of those games where you lose a lot of hands, but when you win, you can tend to win pretty big. I mean, I guess it's the same as Mississippi stud, but Mississippi stud, I think is a worse game because when I played it, I played like three hands for my hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. I lost those three hands and I'm like, this game is just awful. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let it ride. If you have a hundred dollars, you're going to get at least like eight hands out of it or probably more. Cause it's probably going to be a $5 table. 
so you could get 18 hands out of it or whatever before you have to leave with your $10 right. that you have left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would try it. I, again, like, I would prefer either of these games at a $5 table, but I expect that that's going to be hard to find. I bet Let It Ride you can find fives. Yeah, I'll play $5 Let It Ride. I mean, ride. like, three-card poker, there's always $5 tables, right? Just same kind of thing. Are there always? I mean, they're always really crowded if they are if there are $5 tables. Uh, I don't know. So then the other thing is Ultimate Texas Hold'em, which we've talked about, and I've already chickened out once when I had not. <laughs> you did play. chicken out when every single other one of our friends was playing it. Except for Paul, I guess. Um, which, I don't know. I find a little less fun on the simulator, but the swings are certainly significantly less than either Mississippi Stud or Let It Ride. Yeah. I uh, thought that was pretty fun when, the one time I played it. I can't. The strategy I just is very, very complex to me. Is it? What? What is it? It's like any ace you stay in and any ace you king queen or something. Do the big bet. I mean, the the big bet strategy is not all that complicated. It's when you mm-hmm. start getting beyond that. I'm sure mm-hmm. if I kept playing it, I would understand. It. I would get pretty competent, but uh, I would say it's more complicated than blackjack basic strategy. But I, I, it's probably one of those things where the mistakes you're going to make are not going to be like yeah, hugely I mean, detrimental to your expectations. Same kind of thing in blackjack, honestly. So here's a, here's a question, and I think I know what you're going to say, but is it in a way for a game like this sort of fun to not know the basic strategy and just be trying to figure it out and be like, I think that at this point it's right to, like, I think that my hand is going to be better than the dealer's hand, so I'm going to bet four times, or like, I think I'm going to bet two times. Totally. I mean, I think absolutely. Because, like, that kills it in three-card. Like, as soon as you know queen, six, four, and three-card, you're like, this yeah. is well, not a game anymore. It's not a game, right? <laughs> That's why I think three-card is the worst game in the casino, because it's not a game. Yeah. there's Because there's literally no strategy. Right. It's just a cutoff point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, any, is there anything? Do any of these sound enticing? Do you have a suggestion? Yeah. I mean, I think Let It Ride is fine. It's especially a five dollar table that's something you guys can do ultimate texas hold'em I'd, I'd be interested in playing again even though i've completely forgotten basic strategy from it even though i don't think it's that hard although you say it is so you're probably right because you're much more into that stuff than me well i haven't put a, a bunch of time into it so but just as a follow-up i mean like you said i mean there was a time i was had basic strategy down pretty well for even blackjack but you know blackjack it's like i feel like i understand the concepts of the game i feel like my sense of numbers is pretty good in general and just in terms of blackjack like i feel like i even though i don't know the strategy i kind of can noodle out what the correct thing to do is and the times i'm wrong like i know i'm not wrong by a huge amount right right yeah and i think that's an important thing if you're so worried about getting every little nuance right right there's like some very specific stuff i i know like you know you hit 12 against a three but you stay on 12 against four but like if you stayed on 12 against three or hit 12 against four like it just doesn't matter a whole lot right and i think and i know there are a lot of people who really swear by like you should totally know every you should be you know like 99.9 percent accurate in video poker to to be playing Mm -hmm. but it's like if you're not an advantage player anyway like it's just not really if you're just a recreational player it's just not going to make that much of a difference in the long run and you're probably I mean, not going to play enough hands to where. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing it to try to beat the system somehow, then it makes a lot of sense to like know everything stone cold. So if you're doing it either to get comps and try to get like some EV that way, or if you're doing it just because you're an AP outright, then like you have to know all that stuff. That's your job. But I don't know. Just as a recreational gambler, I agree with you that. So so one of the it's things... not what it's about for me. So one of the things that in Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and I'm a terrible poker player and, and terrible at the math of, like, you know, if the pot is this, I should do this based on my percentage odds of winning and that kind of stuff. Like, I understand the concept. I'm just bad at actually doing mm-hmm. it quickly on the fly. Yeah. That's uh, the only thing. I think I have legitimately no poker skills except for being very good at math, which honestly puts me in, like, the top 10% of poker players probably. <laughs> uh, so one of the things... There is a point where you're supposed to be making the last raise, which is the small raise um, in Ultimate Texas Hold'em, mm-hmm. where you're supposed to make it if you have a hidden pair or better, which is like very obvious, like where 
either of your cards are hidden to make a pair. Mm-hmm. Or if less than 21 dealer outs beat you. And I just, I can't do that that fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, 21 dealer outs. Yep. Yeah. I, and even on the simulator, I'm sitting there looking at it like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, most of the time it's going to be 15 right off the <laughs> right off the bat. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it's, that's too much. I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it's just like not that hard. Like if any face card beats you, that's like, I mean, depending on what the board is, it's 20 or whatever, right? Right. But I mean, in that situation, you should be like, there's just completely obvious that you should be folding. Hmm. If you're like, I'm sitting here with nine high. Yeah, if you, got to, yeah, if you have nine <laughs> high, then, yeah, you should fold. Unless it's all face cards on the board and then you probably have fewer than 21 outs. The dealer does. Right. I think I don't know. Uh, yes, I do think so. So maybe let it ride. Maybe Ultimate Texas hold him. I can't imagine I'm going to actually play Mississippi Stud. I feel like that's a game I can just play that on my phone. I don't actually need to go play it in the in the casino. My problem with Ultimate Texas Hold'em is that there's not an app like the Pi Got Tiles app that we talked about that like bonks you on the head when you mess up the basic strategy. And that's something that really. I mean, I probably played. 500 hours of blackjack on an app that tells you anytime you get a basic strategy thing wrong. But yeah, there's nothing like that for these carnival games. No, there you, you know, you want to work on your programming skills, Craig. That's a good point. I should markets out there. You should do it. Do for a win branded carnival game simulator. Revenue streams done. Absolutely. Making that easy buck ninety nine per sale, <laughs> straight to the do for the win coffers. Yeah, like seventy percent of that to Apple. Yeah, right. Well, you know, you have any more specific points about gambling? Do you, you want to talk about? No, I think we should talk about sort of our gambling <laughs> overall in general, <laughs> which I feel like we talk about all the time. Well, I, I mean, I think we had some specific feedback from people about some stuff we were talking about a couple sure. episodes ago. Yeah. So. I guess one piece of feedback is your brother said that uh, it feels like you guys could be way better about maximizing your comps, even with gambling where you want. Specifically, what you mentioned just about gambling on Kyle's card at Ocean and just on Craig's card at HR. So, what do you think of that? HR being hard rock for anyone who's yes, uh, whatever impaired, initial impaired. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, it's, it's sensible. That, I think that makes a lot of sense. The thing that throws a wrench into this is that I am now booked at Ocean, and will need to tier match up to black at ocean so that I can get my resort fees waived. So there's, so? I mean, there's certain, so, I mean, if I'm playing entirely on your card, I would be basically saying like, I'm never going to get any con. Like this is it for my rooms at ocean. Well, I mean, you which can... is not a terrible strategy. No, or, I think that you, I don't think that's a bad strategy. If I mean, it's a, it's a value judgment right like if i mean here's the thing like you don't get comps anywhere anyway (laughs) (laughs) ct i mean if 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 my feeling is the future comps that i could get from whatever i'm going to play this weekend are worth more than forty dollars or if i'm going to hurt my future comps by more than forty dollars which is what the or probably it's more like 58 bucks or something (laughs) then i should not play on the card i should just say i'll pay the resort fees it's worth the 50 so, do you know for a fact that you have to pay resort fees even if it's an all points booking uh no i assume i don't it's it's hotel chain by hotel chain but i know a lot of them you do if it's all points bookings you don't have to pay resort fees interesting hmm i should find that out i should call up and find out that's a good question because i absolutely if if that is the case i will not get an ocean card and i'll just play on your card or paul's card I mean, I I don't care. You can get your own card if you want, but um, I mean the well, and the other advantage to getting the upgraded card is that you can get two future nights at Ocean, but they have changed that for black card holders, where the guaranteed nights are only Sunday through Friday, and like mm-hmm. that's not a great benefit. Like I'm already, I can already mostly get the Sunday through Friday that I want to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a benefit because Ocean is the nicest rooms in in town, right? But you know, it's not amazing when I can get 
a weekend night there for 12,000 points. Yeah. Ultimate rewards points. I feel like just talking about Ocean, I need to go back to Borgata at some point before the end of the year just so I can really compare and contrast the rooms when we get to our year-end rewards. Mm. Yeah. Which My I never, never posted. That a, I prefer the ocean rooms, but I, I really need to book another Borgata room, which I won't do because I don't get comp there. But. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, we do need, we should compare. We should do comparison. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get comp room at Borgata, so. <laughs> that's true. You should bet. You should gamble on my card, man. I'm going to be at Borgata. Definitely spending a little bit of time there. This trip, really? You think you'll make it out there? Yeah, I've got a lot of match play and uh. some. Yeah, I'll I'll be at Borgata. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I was thinking I probably would not make it to the marina at all. Yeah, so no, that no, I've got uh, I've got some match play. So wait, I mean, we, you know, let's talk about focusing play. So well, let's get to the other question. Uh-huh. Uh, Coach Kitty um, in our Facebook group, also on travelsork.com, dot uh, com, suggested that because I mentioned I think two episodes ago about like should I just pay for a room and not be obligated to do anything at a casino. And she said, I'd pay for the room, get your tier matches at Hard Rock and Ocean, and do the biggest day you can at each property. Um, meaning, like, one day at each, just one gambling day to maximize your ADT. She said, this is a clean slate. Offers will never be quite as good as they are after initial play. And that's definitely, you know, conventional wisdom and what I've seen play out in terms of, like, Borgato when I first got a card, Caesars when I first got a card, Resorts when I first got a card. So seems like that makes sense. But, you know, here we are talking about casino hopping around and still doing the things that we typically do on a trip rather than trying to do these little things that could maybe make a better, make us get better comps in the future. So what do you think? Um, I, I think my feelings on comps are like I've become much more ambivalent about them. Like I mentioned, like I have a bunch of match play Borgata, so I'm just going to go and take it and I will gamble there some, but like, I'm just not going to worry about it. I'm going to take what I can get. And like, honestly for me, like I don't think it's going to make my comps dry up because I, a, I don't have a ton anyway. And mm. B like when we first started out, like we just played where we wanted and we always got comps then. And I just assume I always can get them in the future. And, like I don't is it a big difference for me if I get a fifty dollar match play instead of a twenty dollar match play? Like not really. I don't know. Like I think it'll bring me the most joy just to go click my offers and move around and check out all the casinos because that's what I like doing. Yeah, I mean it's interesting because I would have thought like for you as a bigger player than I am, there would be more to be gained by doing something like focusing your there, play. There probably is. Like, honestly, if I just went and I played at Hard Rock for eight hours or whatever on Thursday, like, that probably, like, I probably would get, like, some pretty good offers after that. But that just, like, doesn't sound fun to me. <laughs> but you make you do make the point that you, you know, you get a room at Tropicana anyway, mm-hmm. right? And, right? And apparently that... No that matter what never, I do, never I try. will just continue getting rooms at Tropicana. <laughs> uh, and you can, you know, fairly regularly get Caesars rooms. Uh, yeah, I, I get tons of CET. I get uh, a decent amount of resorts. And, like, whatever. Like, summer's almost over, right? Am I going to get less rooms in the fall? Like, no way. I'm probably going to get more rooms in the fall. Right, so so you're sort of saying, like, you can casino hop and still get what you want, but... For me, maybe maybe I'm actually thinking about it wrong. Or like for me, I'm thinking like, well, I don't get anything anyway. But and there's more to be gained for you. But maybe there's actually more to be gained for me to focus my play or to like have you know whatever figure out these little things like playing on a card or like trying to have a big first day to get to a point where like I'm going from someplace where I'm not getting room comps somewhere to getting. I mean, getting room comp somewhere. If you want, if it helps you, I'm happy to put my play on your card at Hard Rock or whatever. Yeah, we can we can see how it goes. I, I mean, mean, I, don't, I but, really don't care. I mean, I can't promise that I'll spend a ton of time there. Right. <laughs> on how uh, I feel about it, but so th- I think sort of the follow up to that is like, would I actually be comfortable playing above my normal play just to get that big day? 
Because to mm-hmm. me, like that is the definition of playing for comps, right? Like, if yes. I'm and and I sort of feel like even going out of my way to to really alter my sort of normal trip that I think is fun to be like, okay, I'm gonna like go grind it out somewhere, and maybe that's thinking about it wrong, and you shouldn't be, you know, as soon as you're talking about grinding it out, it's it loses the fun and you're ruining it. But like that sort of feels the, similar to me as playing for comps, right? I, d- I just wouldn't even worry. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I've become much more ambivalent after like my last couple trips, and just like do what you want. And it's just funny because every time we we talk about this and be so flippant about it, uh, we get a bunch of emails or or comments in the Facebook group saying like, "Look, just do these little things," and and then even those things we apparently can't even bother to do. No, <laughs> but I I do think like. It could totally make sense, like, especially Borgata. Like, if we end up at Borgata, it doesn't make any sense for me to put my card in the machine. I think, arguably, it doesn't even make a whole lot of sense for me to play that much at Ocean. Like, I, I don't know. What, what's your match play? I've got, like, nothing. Of match play at Borgata. I nothing. I get nothing. Oh. I get no yeah, you probably support. shouldn't put your card in the machine, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I get I get literally nothing at Borgata. So yeah, so when I, I went early in the year, and I had 200 bucks a match play, and I, I have $100 now, so... I'm going to go collect that because that's what I want to do. Yeah, no, I don't even get, like, $5 slot play like I get at Bally's and <laughs> Caesars. So. Uh, so Coach Kitty also made the point that we should not burn the properties that we are established at. Uh, like you said, they'll be hurting after Labor Day, and you want to be in their good graces when they upgrade offers. Uh, so, I mean, for you, again, like, I don't think you have to worry too much about that with, like, TROP. It seems like you are... <laughs> I can do no wrong. Whatever, like go after your whole day of gambling, play for an hour somewhere, and you're still going to get your comp rooms apparently. Um, but for, for me, I mean, I think there is probably the point that we're like, maybe I'm teetering on that edge of, you know, I have been blocked basically from <laughs> comps. Like I don't get comps anymore at resorts, which I used to. I don't get comps anymore at Trop, which I used to. And those are two very, very generous places. And even those places, they're like, you are not like good enough. So, so maybe there, it is a good point that I should not just, you know, I have my name on this Bally's room. Maybe I should try to at least play there for a couple hours and not totally burn it. But, like, I don't know. What do you think? I would actually say that I, I did swing by Caesars, after, like, last trip and put, like, a couple hours of play in and because I had my name on a room. And that just wasn't a, a big deal to me. So... I wouldn't no play Bally's, especially given that CET is like your one reliable kind of comp that you right. have. Yeah, I mean, in my head, I've sort of romanticized this idea of like, screw CET, I'm going to go to Hard Rock and see what they give me and just focus all my play at Hard Rock and Ocean and see what I can get. But CET is like old faithful for you, though. It is old faithful, and they've got three casinos. They've got a ton of room inventory, and right. it's going to be just like the dams opening up for free rooms i think starting and on... especially like recently when i've looked like especially harrah's it's just like wide open comps for me yeah and and especially when you get to like week of or a couple of days out i've even been getting saturdays in in the summer mm-hmm. i think at harrah's right now i can get this weekend which is crazy like i never used to get that so it seems like they're probably giving already starting to give away more rooms but this i think this september and it's, and on is going to be yeah. nuts for a lot of places, trop resorts, all the CET properties. Uh, so I think that's again, you know, you've tried to convince us, and we have stuck by our guns. So, so what what are you doing, Craig? What's what's the plan? I've already said I'm going to just do what I want, and I'm not really going to think about comps too much. So, I, so I think I with, don't... with the caveat that I will put play in if I'm staying somewhere at least a couple hours of play in. Sure, I, I, I agree with that. That's the limit of like what I will do for comps. I mean, I so I was actually planning to just completely no play Bally's on this trip, but I, so I won't. I probably won't do that. Although, like, what is it? What I'm going to play there is probably considered no play. Uh, although, who knows? Maybe I'll just go play like slightly higher denomination than I normally do for a shorter amount of time, um, or go try their single zero roulette or something that I wouldn't normally play. Uh, but I, so I, I don't think I want to change, like go just say like, I'm staying at ocean. I'm going to sit and play all my play at ocean on this day. Like I like wandering around too much, uh, and going from casino to casino and checking out different stuff, even stuff that I've seen a thousand times before. But 
I think there are these tiny things like deciding for something like Borgata, like I, I'm, it's just not going to happen for me at Borgata. So I might as well play on your card. And mm. like, if you don't care at all about hard rock rooms, then like having you combine your play on my card, and I don't think yeah. my brother even really cares about hard rock rooms. So like those little things that would make me maybe look like slightly bigger than I am. Yeah. When you get, a player, when you get your hard rock card, get two extras and I'm, I'm happy to put my, all my hard rock play on your card. Okay. So that's, and you I, know, I am planning on playing at hard rock cause it's something I haven't done. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's still a change, right? Ah, so. Is that it? Are we all done? I think we're all done. As expected for me, longer than expected for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do we have a whole Facebook group conversation to talk about? Um, <laughs> yeah, we changed the Facebook group. I'm pretty happy with it. There have been a few posts denied, but I don't think that the people whose posts have been denied listen to the show, so... Yeah, I mean, it's it was the death of the group, so... <laughs> it was proclaimed that it was the death of the group. By, by multiple people. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think the discussion's been good, and it's been, like, fruitful, interesting discussion, so... Uh, I, I think it's been better. I've been happier with, with how the group's been, been going, so... Should we wrap this thing up? Yeah. All right, if you want to join our Facebook group, which we just talked about, uh, it's facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. You can go to do for win.com, including Craig's new and improved resort fees list. So thank you very much, Craig, for spending a lot of your day today getting that uh, touched up. Yeah. A uh, little shout out to Keith, who emailed and kind of was the impetus to be like, hey, man, this thing's out of date. We use it. Um, so It is certainly our most popular Yes, on the website. our most searched page by, by far. And right. if you see anything in it that looks wrong, let us know and I'll update it. I know I already have to update uh, the ocean fee by one cent. I think I have it as $28. And Linda in the Facebook group said that on her bill it was twenty seven ninety nine. So at least that's some concrete info because their site does some crazy stuff with the numbers. Yeah. It, you can ask Andy what his was too. Yeah, he didn't know. Oh, he didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but it was but it was interesting because looking at their site, it's like whatever calculation they did was like not sales tax or occupancy fee. Like it would come up with different numbers for the occupancy tax. And that's just not right. It's a flat rate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it was very weird. Like whatever numbers their site, whatever calculation their site does is just like total nonsense. But uh, it seems like it's twenty seven ninety nine. You can find our podcast on iTunes to show Google Play and TuneIn Radio, but not YouTube. So sorry to the eight listeners per episode that we're <laughs> listening to it that way. Uh, you can reach out to Craig at Do For A Win or send him questions at doforawin.gmail.com so he can ignore you. Uh, actually, uh, we are at zero messages in oh. the inbox. I mean, part of that's that I just marked on red some stuff that was like, do you want to do some sort of advertising partnership? Because like, we're not going to do that stuff. Just Yeah, no. Out of Except for chickies and peas, of course. Laziness and also general lack of interest in modernization. Ah, I should have. I should. You should have uh, tweeted out my photo I sent you from this weekend, Craig. Oh, I should have because you were at the chickies and peas while you were at a baseball stadium that had a chickies and peas. Right. It was just a sign for chickies and peas crab fries, and I knew it would be of interest to Craig. Also of interest to me is that this covers our per episode quota of mentioning chickies yes. and peats once per episode so that's good you've earned yet another free crab fry coupon at the <laughs> tropicana yes <laughs> uh, more important to me than comp but not at the pnc park unfortunately <laughs> i heard the crab fries there were not free uh, was it like 12 dollars i don't i didn't look because it's chickies and peats so why would i bother looking at that <sighs> they're gonna totally send us a message <laughs> saying like you guys aren't getting paid. You don't, you get no coupon for this episode. <laughs> Try again next episode and apologize. <laughs> I had the, uh, whatever the famous Pittsburgh sub shop that puts fries on all their stuff at Prom- the ballpark instead. Primanti Brothers. Primanti Brothers, correct. It was good. I have I some fries n- on my sandwich. I have no opinion about that. <laughs> Is it just because you haven't been? No, I haven't or been. Or do you not approve? Something like that. Of anything Pittsburgh. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Uh, I won't won't alienate our various Pittsburgh listeners. 
Well, thank you guys very much. If you happen to be in town uh, this weekend between the second and the fourth, reach out to us on the Twitter and we'll we'll try to meet up with you. And if not, we'll probably get back to you next week sometime with a trip report, I would guess. Yeah, just keeping them coming fast could, and furious. Yeah, could we do that? Three three episodes in three weeks? That would be unheard of. Yeah, it sounds Just tough. the early days of the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we used to have these stretches a lot. I know. All right, well, thank you guys very much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you in AC. Kyle loves nuts. I do. I eat a lot of nuts. Mm. Put them into my mouth. <laughs> yep. I mean, why wouldn't you? All kinds. I am not picky. It's just... <laughs>